Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Rogers Music! Hey, what's up, folks? It's your boy, Dwayne. This is The Bar Podcast, a podcast that's interview style. We interview well-known preachers, seminary professors, ministry leaders, app developers, artists, and even local pastors. Tune in every Tuesday to your favorite podcast, The Bar Podcast. You will find a new episode and a new guest. Go to thebarpodcast.com or any of your favorite podcast catchers. Peace. This is Ordinary People with Extraordinary Lives, a series dedicated to the testimonies of believers and followers of Jesus Christ. I am your host, Arlenis Bakalu. Welcome once again, everyone, to Ordinary People with Extraordinary Lives. This is a very, very special episode. And the reason why is because we are celebrating our first year anniversary of our podcast, By the Grace of God. And I'm very, very excited just for everything that has happened throughout this year. And as if you're watching this video on YouTube right now, you see a lot of faces today. And for those who are listening, we have a total of six, include no, six people, including with myself. Well, six, because later on she's going to jump in. But And the reason why we're doing this is because I want you to get to know... Who are the other people in behind, you know, who are all these people behind this podcast? Some of them are off the screen, like my husband. He's normally not very uh, much on the camera, but he's always behind the camera. But before I get into all the juicy stuff, let me uh, welcome our guests, which are actually not really guests. They're part of the family because you see them very often. So first of all, I'm going to start with my husband who's here. So thank you for joining us. And my husband Richard is here. Yeah, of course. It's a pleasure. You know, I, I didn't expect the invite. <laughs> I got it anyways. He always has here. the invite. What do you mean? <laughs> no, a lot of times when we do recordings, he's working. So I know that a lot of the recordings happen when he's working. So, and then I take on. But then also we have our dear brother, Ty Nickelberry. Welcome, Ty. Hello. It's always a pleasure to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ty. And we have our dear sister who we see every other Friday. It's a LeBron. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Hi, everyone. <laughs> and we also have our brother, Alex, which actually is in charge of doing our Spanish videos. <laughs> so thank you, Alex, for joining thank us. Thank you, guys. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, yeah, guys, it's such a blessing just to... Can you guys believe that it's been a year? It's been a year. Wow. Yeah, so let's see. Let's remember a little bit before we I actually get to that. Before we get to that, when we first dropped the first episode of this um, podcast, it was through Instagram. It was a live video on Instagram, mm -hmm. and we started off with a scripture from Romans chapter 5, verses 1 to 8, and my husband is going to be reading it, so you can read it, Richard. Here we are. And that is Romans 5, 1 through 8. Mm -hmm. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him we have also obtained access by faith 
and to this grace in which we stand and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly, for one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. Amen. And this was a passage, I think, very close to Richard. I know that his one of a, like I guess one of his favorite passages is Romans 5, 1, 2, 5. I remember that because we celebrated your birthday and you told me that was one of your favorite passages. And uh, I think every time that we hear a testimony here, who are we exalting in this, in this, through our testimony? Oh, it's Christ. Christ. It's about Christ. Yeah. It's, yeah. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. I, I think it was Steve yeah. Lawson that said, right, that a uh, testimony without Christ is not a testimony. Right. Uh, it's just mm. a simple story that you're just telling, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it's been a blessing to me to get mm. to know the people that I go to church with and mm-hmm. even brothers who are in other states that I've been t- able to meet through social media. But if you... I can't even remember how we came up with the title of Ordinary People with Extraordinary Lives, but I remember it was like brainstorming with a lot of friends. Um, And for me, I think it feels so closely to say ordinary people, right? Because all of us in the the eyes of God, we're just, it doesn't matter who you are, Mm -hmm. the most known preacher, whoever it is, we're sinners and we are just some ordinary people here living, you know, and walking in this life as sojourners. And one day we know that we our home will be in heaven mm-hmm. and we are ordinary people in extraordinary lives because we serve an extraordinary God. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think we can all say that, right? And just talking a little bit about why we started this podcast. In fact, let me tell you that actually we're recording this episode on April. <laughs> in April, uh, this will be released on May 16th, but um, April, it's a... A year, a, a month that we remember because it's been a year since my husband had his surgery. Mm. One year, yeah, exactly right. This week, yeah, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, it was like everything happened one thing after the other. Mm-hmm. And I remember that we started off with Richard's testimony. A lot of people have asked me, "Have you shared your testimony, Erlenisia?" And I'm like, "It's coming." <laughs> but we started off with his testimony because we were going through a season that. Type might remember that foundation, our Bible study, and yeah. sojourners. A lot mm-hmm. of friends had been praying mm-hmm. for Richard for months, months. And every time that you guys will ask, it was like, still the same, mm-hmm. um, still not feeling well. We don't know what's going to happen. But we started the planning on, uh, my whole idea was completely different. I thought that I was just going to write a pitch, you know, for a network, send it out, and maybe we could have like, have it somewhere, you know, like a TV program or something like that. But of course, right, we plan something in the morning. <laughs> bring for those plans, right? And so I did. I, I had some friends reading over this whole idea that I, you know, that I talked to Richard about when Richard was like homebound mm-hmm. in a couch. I will bring him my idea and he loved it. And he was all in just helping me just kind of brainstorm. Okay, so how can we do this? How do we go about this? 
And we weren't even married at this time. We were just engaged at this moment. Mm -hmm. And so uh, then fast forward, uh, you know, 2020 comes. We didn't know what was coming for Mm -hmm. all of us. 2020 came. Uh, Richard and I actually had planned to get married on April, but we had to postpone our wedding on January because at this time his condition was just getting worse and worse. So there was nothing we could do, right? So we had to postpone the wedding before even the lockdown. But then February comes and I started submitting this idea online, you know, because then you have the ability to do that now. <laughs> so I did. And then March comes and the lockdown happened. The COVID-19, right? And so, as we all know, all the churches were closed. I mean, everything was closed. Mm-hmm. We were not going to church. We were not seeing our brothers and sisters I remember then the time came that the doctors decided to move forward with the surgery for Richard. It was like a six-hour-long surgery, right? Six hours? Yeah, just about six hours. Yeah. I was all over the place. I didn't tell her how long it was going to be, mainly because I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So, poor thing, she was losing her mind while I was I was mm-hmm. worried. Yeah, I was calling the, the hospital and the nurses. <laughs> What do you mean? You don't know. <laughs> I'm like, nobody told me. I don't know. And wow. then she told me it was six. I just remember. I remember being encouraged by a lot of our brothers and sisters' story testimonies. Um, people who are going through difficult trials, and I will see them praising the Lord here at our church, whether singing to the Lord and how encouraged I was because, you know, knowing what they were going through, how difficult it was, it didn't stop them from still honoring, glorifying, praising the Lord, making Christ known to whoever they came across, right? I kind of just forgot about the whole idea of this podcast. You know, once we're going through the surgery, we don't know about the wedding, if it's going to happen, or not if we're going to get married. So April comes, he goes to his surgery, and then it was just like, it was a relief. It was like, he was just back to himself. It was like, it was something that I didn't even expect that it was going to turn out so well. He had his surgery and I do, I asked him actually today, I texted him, I'm like, babe, I want you to talk a little bit about what did the Lord teach you during that time? Hmm. What did you learn from this trial that you, one, you couldn't see a lot of, you know, the church family, you weren't, you, weren't, you weren't able to go basically anywhere. You had to be home. And I know that I didn't have the best attitudes at, at times, and you had to handle me too. So it's like handling all those things together. What do you feel that you learned from that trial? Well, with any trial, I, you know, the Lord teaches us so many things. Uh, he teaches us about His sovereignty, mm-hmm. uh, about His, His love for us, um, he teaches us that life is is fleeting. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking about Ecclesiastes, and life is is but a vapor. Mm-hmm. And we we actually we just had a a conference with Paul Washer as well, and mm-hmm. and he was talking about how we need to be spending every moment like it's going to be our last because mm-hmm. we, we have a, a set amount of time here on earth, mm-hmm. and we don't know when that time will come. And when it's time to go, it's it's time to go. Mm-hmm. And just to spend every moment focused on glorifying the Lord. Mm-hmm. Just to remain faithful. And, I mean, through that trial, looking back, I think I could have dealt with some things better. Um, I feel like all of us, when we're in our trials, mm-hmm. everyone sees something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm glad that others can be encouraged. And at the same time, it's I, I'm glad that 
God is is merciful because there are times where, you know, he could have just smited me down and mm. I would have completely deserved it. But he didn't. And he brought me through this and now I'm sitting here and I can be with my friends and I can be at my church and we can have people into our home and invest in them and show them the love of Christ and being around having this podcast has has just been such a pleasure uh, to have everyone at our home and, and be able to grow these friendships where it's like, I mean, I knew of Ty, but I didn't really know him that well. I knew the LeBrons and I always thought, man, the LeBrons are, man, that, that's like a, a godly family. Like, I, I, that, but that's all I knew, you know, and then you actually have them into your home and you get to know them and, and the Lord just cultivates a love in your heart for them. You know, more so than just, you know, saying hi on Sunday morning. And of course we, we love everyone. And we want to show that love, but there's an opportunity that comes when you actually get to know them and you get mm. to love them in a much greater way. Mm. And that's, I mean, yeah. that's a little more than what you asked, but no, that's, that, that was wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> and I think I agree with what he said. Like yeah. I always tell, I think it was a foundation though, when Chris Hamilton, he was teaching, uh, um, like sub- women and sub- submitting to you know to their husbands and things like that. So it was that that Friday. It was for the women, <laughs> and I remember that we had a little time to like discuss a discussion group. And so they he asked to, for us to think about women mm-hmm. in our lives that are you know that we can think of that are, that are an encouragement to us, but also a role model for us, right? Or we look at the ones in the Bible, and I just said mm-hmm. Isabel. I can think of Isabel mm-hmm. and Miguel. Um, as we know, mm-hmm. she's been fighting breast cancer, and just to see you guys walking through this has been an encouragement to me. I know that there were that times that you came to record, and let me tell you, you we know they were difficult. You were going through like a very hard time that you could have just stayed home, but you said no. I'm not, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna serve my my Lord. And how many women have been, you know, just blessed mm-hmm. by uh, the time that you have invested in this so and I'm going to get to kind of like everyone <laughs> in there so um, but yeah a big part of you know like uh, this whole thing started Richard going through that and then he reminded me because he started telling our friends about the pot like the idea mm-hmm. that I had and I'm like oh yeah that's right I thought about a podcast but I, <laughs> I forgot about it and so I remember that I was like I gotta do something about mm-hmm. it what can we do I'm like, well, people are going live very often on, on mm-hmm. social media. Mm-hmm. So I was like, how about we start off doing live videos, talking to our friends from church mm-hmm. that we haven't seen in such a long time because we've been in this lockdown, and let's have them share their testimony. You actually came in one of those. This yeah. uh, in season one, mm-hmm. you had no idea what the future was holding nope. for you. <laughs> nope, did wow. not know at all. <laughs> yeah, and so season one, mm-hmm. and for those of you who probably arrived into this podcast by season two and if you haven't listened to uh you know their testimony it's still available there but they will be giving us a little brief summary of their testimony today as i mentioned i would love for you guys to know them and yeah so isabel i remember she came on season one so we did it actually from the home of our friends where richard was staying with them because after the surgery he went to stay with this his coach from college and his, mm. and, the, and his wife, and they were caring for him for, like, a month, I guess, right? So from there, we went live for the first time, mm. and it was with his testimony. It started off with his testimony, and then I remember that later then on, 
coach was like, you're feeling well, right? Yeah, I'm feeling great. So what are you going to do? Are you going to get married or what? <laughs> like, what are you going to do, Richard? And so <laughs> the conversation came on again. And I remember that we got married then on July 11th. So that was, was another blessing. Enough waiting around. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it had already been postponed. And we were, you know, if the Lord is just providing this opportunity. Hmm. Yeah. Save a lot of money. That's just a byproduct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. But it was a blessing, just like, you know, like the podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's feeling well. The podcast begins, and we're getting to know, you know, to know our brothers even more. And then we get married. Mm-hmm. And then we, uh, after the honeymoon, we come back and we're continuing with the podcast. And like, we're mm-hmm. moving forward. I remember reaching out to Ty. I asked him to come and if he will be willing to share his testimony. He mm-hmm. did. And so I'm going to start off with you, Ty. <laughs> so I, I mean, before we started recording, I told them, okay, guys, so you're going to give me like your two minute minutes version of your testimony. <laughs> so let's start talking with you. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, two minutes. So, <laughs> you, know, I, you know, I grew up going to church, um, but it was very nominal, you know. Mm-hmm. If you were to ask me who was Jesus, who was the Holy Spirit, who was the Father, you know, I I did not know. I grew up, I was in the military, and then Mm. after the military, I used to live in Vegas. I just lived a life that was completely debaucherous Mm. and offensive before God. Um, It basically came to a head when um, one of my mom's friends, he basically gave me a book, he gave me a Bible. The book and the Bible, that book would navigate me through certain Mm. passages of Scripture, and it took a course of maybe a couple months, but me going through scripture and memorizing text and very um, similar to just maybe the Romans wrote, for all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. Um, the wages of sin is death, but the gift mm-hmm. of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. I was in my room by myself. I knew I had offended a holy and a just God, and I mm-hmm. prayed, and um, I asked God for forgiveness and asked that he would save me, and the Lord saved me in my room by myself, and I don't know what I would do without Christ today. I don't know what life, what is the value of life without him today. So that's it. Yeah, and I remember when you showed your testimony, you were like, you know, like when you became a believer and all that, and you wanted to be a preacher, so give me a pulpit. I want to preach. You're very passionate just about sharing God's word. Mm-hmm. You are passionate about teaching His word, and I'm. Uh, you're part of the evangelism ministry. Yeah, well, foundation, right? Yeah, I was just leading our evangelism ministry, um, but I am engaged now, so that requires delegating some of my responsibilities. So that's one of the responsibilities I just recently delegated. Um, but yeah, I, I love to share the word. I love teaching the word, and yeah, that's give me a pulpit. Let's go. <laughs> and I'm going to come back to you on the engagement part, but I'm going to pass it on now right. to Isabel. And yeah, okay, two minutes, like you said. Well, you um, like less, I, lo- I know. I'm like taking pointers. Um, I didn't grow up in a Christian home. Um, me, and my, me, and Miguel's testimonies are kind of intertwined. Um, was pregnant at 17, was not going to have that child, went to the abortion clinic, didn't go through with it. And God's common grace um, allowed me and Miguel to be uh, get married. And he was working at um, a furniture store and, and he was doing deliveries. And um, he ended up, his uh, co-worker was evangelizing him. He went to the Baptist church and he 
did evangelism and Miguel had a lot of his like tradition because he grew up Catholic, but the guy had the word of God. So Miguel was saved first. So it was a house divided. He was saved a whole year. And I was, I was the perfect example of someone that would go to church with him because he was like, well, just will you go? And I was like, okay. So I would go every Sunday and um, he was going to get baptized. And he said, um, they have these classes um, for baptism. And I just want you to understand what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> this guy's smart. Because he knew that he'd be giving the gospel. He's here. And I was like, sure, I'll go. So maybe I could understand it more. And I remember being in that class, you know, and it was not in for the, to be baptized. I was not, not a believer, but of course they gave the gospel. And I was just like, oh. And I just remember going out to the car and just weeping and just asking, like, I really felt like the surrender, like, okay, Lord, like just weeping and crying um, and jumped out of my car and went back in there. I felt like the eunuch and I said, okay, sign me up for baptism. How am I, how can I get baptized? And it was that. Um, So, yeah, that's where, you know, and the Lord's been kind, been together, what, 24 years now and to be a grandparent now from that yes. baby I was not going to have. So <laughs> amazing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I know that you guys ended up also in a church that it was more like word of faith. Yeah, we ended up, you know, this is why <laughs> doctrine matters because you get tossed to and fro. So we moved to Florida and we ended up in this church that was not teaching very well. And um he was listening to, I think, Richard Radio at the time, and he said, hey, they said, like, if you want a good study Bible, like, get the MacArthur Study Bible. And I was like, that sounds good. <laughs> so I got, I didn't know anything about MacArthur, didn't really know anything about him. And I remember just, like, sitting there, and the pastor would be teaching, and I would look at down at my study notes, and I would kind of go, God, that's so out of context. Like, that's, and I would just go, this guy makes more sense. Like, it just was more like, wow, this is, this is, and then we would go ask them, like, you know, my husband would ask, like, hey, like, you know, because we were teachable. We were hungry. We were teachable. Mm-hmm. And we are like, can you teach us? We were, like, begging them in a way, and then, you know, the answer would go, um, Sorry that the Holy Spirit hasn't revealed that to you yet. And we were like, aren't you supposed to be the teacher? Like, <laughs> So um, a lot, it, you know, Florida is lots of churches out there, but not many. We have stronger churches in Santa Clarita, where we live now in the state of California, than we had in Florida. It, it was just really bad. So hmm. um, the Lord led us out of there and put us in a good teaching church and... Now we, we're back here in California. Yeah. <laughs> we said, we're going to go to this church. <laughs> and now we're yeah. all part of yep. Christ yep. This is where mm-hmm. we went, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So let's pass it on to Alex. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, so Alex normally does the uh, videos in Spanish for us. Uh, he's been doing just a wonderful uh, work, just, you know, presenting the gospel in a very simple and easy mm-hmm. way to understand. And I'm so grateful for that. And I actually just forgot to like kind of say what everyone is doing, but Ty basically does some also study, I don't know, we call it like Bible studies kind of thing, just like different topics that we go through the Bible. Then as well, as of this year, she started uh, with Women Who Fear the Lord, um, only for women. <laughs> women are not teaching men, so this is only for women. Yeah. That's why the title says, right? Women are right. the Lord. Yes. Yes. So, and then uh, Alex uh, graciously has been so much help. Not only like 
bringing the the studies but you have connected us with so many people also mm. I, I mean gifted us like with things to for a giveaway so it's just been very it's been so you know such a great blessing to mm. have you just helping us and serving us in that way so I know that you will you and Ty were part of season two Isabel was part of season one so now you have your two minutes for sharing your <laughs> okay. testimony. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad to be here with you guys. Um, and well, just nine years ago, I remember when the Lord, um, after two years in uh, attending a Pentecostal church, like Charismatic, yeah. in our um, Facebook um, from the church, they put uh, the ch- one video by Paul Washer. So, it, you, you yeah. can, can you see like how in the providence of God mm. you can like find a short video um, was the introduction to the like the most shocking message mm. by Paul Washer, and then the Lord gave me like um, I remember this day was like Saturday um, morning, and then I remember how the Holy Spirit showed me my false conversion mm. and then give me um, just by God's grace the opportunity to understand the true gospel the true mm. repent and the true uh, faith uh, in the Lord Jesus Christ at this time I remember in my 18th years mm. and then the Lord gave me like like you like mm. passion for preach the gospel and just looking for more videos by Paul Washer and understand more and more how is the problem in this like charismatic uh, church? And what's really like interesting the uh, difference between my last uh, style of life mm-hmm. and how the Holy Spirit working more and more uh, in my heart to just like grow more in my love for the Scripture for. Mm-hmm. God in the specific for the person of the Lord Jesus Christ in his beauties, his attributes, and how I can like just ask for more like you, like mm-hmm. teachable for, hey, teach me. I need mm-hmm. to like understand more who is God. What is this like real creator and savior and his like redemption is not like just mm-hmm. repeat this pray. Is mm-hmm. he is Holy, holy, holy. And when I can understand in, in my life, like, this is no, like, th- my God, <laughs> this is re- different, so radical. Mm-hmm. And then the Holy Spirit gave me uh, two friends, and they teach me more and more. And, well, this is like the short version, but, <laughs> and then... I remember uh, sending a mail to Heartcry and looking for a local church in my city and then all the next, like, testimony. But you can uh, look in, in my <laughs> long, long, longer version, longer right? version. Go back to yeah. the older mm-hmm. ones and listen yeah, to them. Yeah, but it's really interesting because to, this morning Paul Washer preaching and yeah. every moment when I uh, listen to this Man of God, uh, yeah. Godly man of God, I remember my my conversion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Awesome. Praise yeah. the Lord. Mm-hmm. Praise and the Lord. now we do have another special person that I would like to introduce. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, she's very dear to me. Mm. I love her so much. Before I got married, she was my roommate. Mm. I've got to know her so much better. I am so grateful for her because it doesn't matter when I let her know, but I'm like, hey, are you available for this day? <laughs> I, I, can we do this recording? And she's been always there. If she can't do it one day, she's like, Arlie, I can't do it. I, I have to work. I'm like, don't worry. We're, we're going to schedule it for some, some other day. And she's not getting paid for this. She's volunteering. She is uh, spending of her time. She's not only doing the audio recordings, all the setup, all this video, all this microphones that you see here. It's not only here. It doesn't end here. It's even further than that. When I edit the video, they're ready to post. I send it to her, and she's doing all the downloads, separating the audio from the video. <laughs> then she is, like, posting and scheduling for YouTube and for all the different platforms that you guys are getting it. And I can say, I mean, Richard and I have been, have, you know, have had the opportunity to continue to share with her. Like, she couldn't get rid of me after I got married. <laughs> it's like, you're not getting rid of me. So let me introduce to you my dear friend and sister in Christ, Andrea Klein. She's going to come and sit down with us here. <laughs> She's like... What a clap. <laughs> Welcome. She's like, I don't even know how she agreed to this. You have no idea how many times I asked her to share her testimony. She's like, not, not, not yet, not yet. We'll do it another time. You still have more people. Don't worry. Maybe when you don't have anyone to, to record. But, no one left. Yeah. But uh, Andrea, I just want to tell you how grateful I am for you, sister. Thank you for everything that you continue to do here for us. And I just want people to know your face. Like, <laughs> this is Andrea, guys. <laughs> when you hear that I say Andrea, probably in one of the episodes when you listen to it, this is Andrea. And I ask her to also give me, she will do eventually, okay, the long version of her testimony. But I just want you to get a little bit of her background, who she is, where she grew up, and yeah, and yeah. then, yeah, short version. All right. Well, I'm Andrea, and I grew up in North Carolina. And I moved here in 2008 to go to music school, and I play the drums. And, uh, yeah, so that's why I ended up here. And by the grace of God, I ended up at Grace Community Church, where we all go. Can you and, tell how you found Grace Community yes, Church? Yes, I will tell the story. It's <laughs> kind of crazy. So um, when I moved here, I I grew up in church, and I, you know, that I'm from the South, and that's just what you do on Sundays. And so... When I moved here, I was like, okay, I got to find a church. This is one of the first things that I started looking for when I moved here. And um, I went to a couple down in Hollywood. I lived in Hollywood at the time because my school was there and uh, would never live there now. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, unless the Lord brought me back there for some reason. But, yeah, I would never choose to live there. I was looking for a church kind of around where I lived, and I went to a few that were down the street, but they were just... The really young, like hipster kind of churches, and I was just like, I do not fit in here. Like, I just, I just don't fit in here. So, even though I wanted to fit in, I really wanted to fit in there, but I was like, no, this is not for me. So, I ended up. Um, 2008 was the end of the MySpace era, and uh, yeah, it was still going at the time. I still had mine, and I decided to go on there because you could search like certain criteria. You could search. Uh, you know, females, ages, this to this, and, like, search for people. Yeah. So that's what I did. So I, I uh, there was a little box that people could check that they were a Christian. And I remember telling myself in my head, I was like, all right, like, they can't just check the box that they're a Christian. They're, they have to, like, actually 
write something about themselves like that says like in their bio that they're a Christian. And um, I ended up finding, I got it down to three pages of people. I found this one girl who her pictures were normal. Everything looked okay. <laughs> <laughs> the box was checked that she was a Christian. And in, in her bio section, I think it was called about me on MySpace, but her, her about me section said something about like, all I know is I'm a Christian, like something so very simple. Like it was nothing elaborate mm-hmm. or anything. It just said like, I'm a Christian. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm going to write her a message. So I wrote her a message, and a couple days later, she wrote me back, and she was like, yeah, I I go to Grace Community Church. It's in Sun Valley, and you should come to my Friday night Bible study. And I was like, okay. So I this was before Uber and Lyft and all that stuff. So I ended up (laughs) meeting her in North Hollywood at the – there used to be a Panera Bread right there. And I met her there, and I was like, hey, you're Lisa. I'm Andrea. And I got in the car and, yeah, yeah, went to church, and which is now Foundation, which is our Bible – our Bible yeah. study. Our Bible study. And, uh, yeah, so that was 2008. I Growing, I grew up in church, so always thought I was saved my whole life. Just I grew up in a church where you ask Jesus into your heart, and it's very like, oh, the Holy Spirit wants to do something in your life tonight, or um, you got to have enough faith to, you know, speak in tongues or whatever. And um, that never really got to me. I know a lot of people that think they end up at a point in their life where they're angry at God because they don't understand like why God hasn't given them these things. I never really struggled with that. I struggled more with just like, why can I not stop sinning? Like why? Like there were so many things I struggled with and I, you know, just didn't know how to stop. Like I just, and yeah. So thankfully uh, back in 2015, I kind of like Ty just in my room by myself. Um, some stuff had happened with a friend of mine and I just knew like, I was like, God, I can't keep doing this. Like I felt like I was living the same day over and over. And I knew in my heart that I wasn't saved and I just, I needed the Lord to save me. And I just cried out to God and I was like, Lord, if I'm not saved and you just save me right now. And he did. And that's when I put my faith and trust in the Lord and just everything made sense. Like, I don't even know how to explain it really. Just everything made sense. I knew that Christ had died for my sins. I knew that I had sinned against God and then I was under his wrath and I knew that I'd been regenerated and mm-hmm. like, it was just like mind, I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. I just, everything just made sense all in that one moment. And, uh, yeah, from then on, just try to keep growing and, you know, obviously still sin, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know the reason now though, why I couldn't. And we, that's yeah. why we need Christ. So. Mm. Yeah. yeah, Christ yeah. is the standard, right? We Christ's righteousness has been imputed to us, mm-hmm. and I think it was like Paul Washer again. <laughs> Paul Washer, <laughs> sorry guys, it's like this whole week. Paul Washer has been like everywhere preaching in our church. It's a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're not like idolizers of Paul Washer. I know. We do love him. Yeah. yeah. So Paul, if you watch us, we're gonna send it to him, right? <laughs> no, but it's like it's not perfect. Alex, she'll send right? it to him. Alex, Alex. <laughs> but it's like not perfection, right? We will still sin, but like you said, right? There will be this change of like, I don't want to sin. Like, why am mm-hmm. I, you know, like you will be repenting. Every time you sin, you will repent. But if you're not even bothered by your sin, then you got to ask yourself, am I really saved? Because if your sin exactly. is not, you know, bothering you, if it's not like really making you feel guilty and, mm-hmm. and not because, you know, like, oh, God's gonna send me to hell but because he is a holy god and mm-hmm. you know that's something that we need like you you said alex but now i will continue with andrea because she wants to get as far <laughs> as possible from the camera so i'm gonna finish my questions with her here so andrea 
Can you mention some of the skills that you have? Because you do oh, like man. the sound. <laughs> she plays the drums. You went to music school. So tell me a little bit about all the different things that, that, that you're capable of doing. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, drums, I started in fifth grade. So that's been, I won't say how long, but it's been a long time. I <laughs> uh, just grew up playing in church. So I grew up Pentecostal. So we did a lot of... Um, Things. Uh, yeah, so that's where I learned to play the drums and played in my youth group. Um, all like I think I started I started playing in kids church like in like when I was in sixth or seventh grade, and then uh, I remember the first time I ever played in youth group. It was really funny. I remember it was like an Easter week or something, and there was like no one to play. And one of the ladies who led worship was coming down the hallway, and she was like, "Hey, Andrea, you want to play drums tonight?" And I was like, oh, yeah. And I, was, I remember being so, like, not scared. I was, like, nervous, excited. Like, the anxiousness just of, like, oh, I'm playing for my youth group. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I'll never forget that night either because mm-hmm. I remember um, at the very end, one of my friends, her older brother, came up to me. And he was like, and he was like, man, I thought it was really going to be bad, but you, you were actually pretty good. And I was just like. Thanks, I think. And I was very, like, insecure and everything back then. So, I, I mean, it, I took it as a compliment, but I was just like, wow, okay. But, yeah, so I grew up playing in church. Um, sound stuff, I, yeah, I just kind of learned. Like, it was just more of, like, just being around it and playing the drums and just being around the sound things. Like, I just kind of, like, learned how to do it um, just by watching people or helping or things like that. So, but this um, past year, uh, 2020 is really kind of where I've really had the time to uh, really look into it and like dig more into it and like watching YouTube videos and figure just honestly just setting stuff up in the living room when she was at work and yeah, or she when she was at the table. For our wedding. Yeah. It was the first time she ever mm. did like a Yeah. Yeah, that was my first time because wedding. I had I had set everything up in the living room so I knew I could do it. Yeah. And then I was like, hey, like let me set up some speakers and uh, some microphones. We'll live stream it. Like we'll get good sound and everything. So that was my first time really doing anything like that by myself. And uh then after that, uh kind of just had an idea. I was like, well, everybody's wanting to do outside weddings and everyone's Hmm. wanting to live stream. And so I started a little company um, where I'm doing sound and uh, live streaming for weddings and events and um, things like that. So I think I've done four four weddings so far. I got a couple more booked for the year. So anybody getting married? <laughs> if you're getting married, uh, we know why uh, you're getting married in July. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I started that by yeah. just from doing this and it, yeah, and it's been great. So I love doing it. And now tell me a little bit about the Lord has given you all this talents, has blessed you with all this talents and skills. How are you using that for serving the Lord, for serving the church? Because mm-hmm. you're involved in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Say. Yeah. Well, um, thankfully, the Lord provided a job for me at the church uh, back in September. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a huge blessing because I was out of work after COVID. And so mm-hmm. um, really, really needed something. So it's been great learning everything. Um, it's been super fun with the people I work with. And just, yeah, it's been it's been really awesome. So I just, I'm really grateful to the Lord that he, he basically dropped this job in my lap. Like, I didn't have to apply. Like, I didn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. It was just like, hey, do you want, like, are you interested? And I'm like, yes. Like, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So, <laughs> yeah. Cool. So I'm working part-time here. And then um, outside of work stuff, I also play in the orchestra on Sunday mornings. I play percussion on Sunday mornings. And I also play, sometimes on Sunday nights, play drum kit. 
And I also serve in foundation. I serve in our Bible study, uh, serve on the sound team there, and also playing drums in the band. You do Every Woman's Grace, too, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're reminding her what she's doing. <laughs> no. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, women's thing on Wednesday nights, uh, Every Woman's Grace, and really involved in that. The podcast. Yeah, and then serving here in the podcast. The I've podcast. been doing that, yeah. I remember when I... Uh, the first one we did was Marco, I think, was mm-hmm. the first one we set up mics Marco for. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, hey, let's set up mics. And like, I was like super into because I was learning everything. So I was like, oh, let me let me set up the mics and stuff and we'll get good sound and it'll it'll be so much better. And yeah, it's been awesome. I've had it a, worked a, out. It's, it was like I, after that, I was like, yeah. are you going to continue? <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, well, I'm in. I'm trying yeah. to just like, like. Yeah, and yeah. she was like the one. I didn't think about microphones. I didn't mm-hmm. think about anything of that. She was the one who thought about all of it, all of the whole process and that. But I want to thank the team from here, the audio team. Is it the audio team who allowed us to be here? The media oh, team? yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. So, yes, for those who are watching the YouTube video, this is not the normal location. <laughs> we needed a bigger space to do this. And thank you to our church, Grace Community Church, and the audio team for allowing us to do it here at the church. Very mm-hmm. grateful. Thank for the high school church. ministry for not, <laughs> for not having rehearsal tonight. <laughs> for being present. <laughs> for Appreciate not being it. Present for not in this <laughs> yeah. So, Andrea. Mm. I know that you, um, obviously, you are very passionate about doing the audio and all those things, but, I mean, you could have just say, you know, Arlie, I kind of just had my enough. I mm. am done. <laughs> what, you know, what encouraged you or drove you to continue to serve in our podcast, you know, because it's not something mm-hmm. that it's a job. It's like, mm-hmm. it's volunteering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. volunteering your time. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Man, I just really, I just love the whole, I just love everything about it. Um, I love hearing people's testimonies. And it's, I remember like when I actually had, like when I got my own testimony, I was just like, I would hear other people's testimonies and I would be like, they're so different, but they're the same. Mm-hmm. Like, right. it, it's, it's all the Lord, like opening our eyes and like we were blind and now we can see. And I just, I love that so much. I, yeah, I just love how the Lord just works his providence in everyone's life mm-hmm. and um, to bring him, mm-hmm. to bring us to himself. And I just think it's amazing. And I just love, I love hearing everyone's different stories and how the Lord brought them to him. And yeah, it's just so encouraging. And I, yeah, I, I hate when I have to miss actually I do because I've had to miss a few and I'm like, Oh, like, and, uh, that means I have to go listen to it. So, um, no, it's fine, but no, it's great. You know, like I get to hear it live and I get to like spend time with everyone and I've gotten to know you guys better and everybody who's been on the show, like I've, yeah. become friends with and when we you know now we see each other it's like oh hey what's up like you know yeah. so it's just cool like just meeting other people and making friends and just hearing uh yeah how the lord has saved everyone and it's just yeah it's awesome yeah because it doesn't end in the recording i mean today right. obviously you know like i'm not gonna be cooking <laughs> you know like that, I, that, that that is the after right after yes, we're done so recording good. we i always ask them can you guys stay for dinner mm-hmm. so and then andrea of course uh she gets to join us too after and get to know the guests and oh yeah i get to enjoy arlie's cooking <laughs> a lot <laughs> she used to get it when we were roommates but mm-hmm. she was like yes i'm just gonna still get it a lot. Yes. <laughs> yeah um but yeah it's been a blessing and let me tell you guys you wouldn't have had a podcast if it was because of me you have a podcast because this girl right here <laughs> she decided to wow. submit all the audio that we have mm-hmm. recorded 
create a Podbean account. I don't even know. I, I had no idea how this this whole thing worked. I had <laughs> no idea the whole system. She submitted a podcast to Apple Podcast, mm-hmm. right? That was the first one. <laughs> you want to tell the story of what happened when, when you we got screamed. approved? Yeah. <laughs> so we're in the living room. I think it was Marco's. It was the night. Oh we yeah, were when doing Marco, Marco, when we were recording Marco, we got the approval oh. that same yeah, day. Yeah, so we were mm-hmm. sitting up in our living room because that was yeah. where we were doing yeah. it and. I remember she opened the email and she was like, ah, like, like <laughs> I screamed so and I was like, what, what, what? And she's like, oh, we got to prove of that, but for Apple Podcasts. And it was just like, it was really, it was a really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was like, yeah and then from there, we just started applying to all the different platforms that we have out there so that it will be accessible for everyone and everyone will have it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Andrea, like I said, she's scheduling. Every time that I edit a podcast, I send it to her. She separate the audio submits mm. uh, schedules everything to um and she's always on time like she's always um making sure that she's um like i love the fact that you just do everything with excellency like mm. you you're really give yourself into the to this ministry and i am so grateful for that so grateful that the lord blessed me with your friendship and now blessing us with yeah. all of this that we're doing yeah i know <laughs> i don't want to cry super super cool. Cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's it's super sweet just to to see how you know like the Lord continues to grow you because mm-hmm. I've been able to see that from the moment we became roommates and to see how the Lord you know just continues to work yeah, in yeah. your life so mm-hmm. that's been really sweet awesome yeah thank you thank you Andrea yeah. right. I guess can I guess you're free to go right go off now? yeah right. <laughs> Do you take this yeah I'll take it yeah. I was gonna say. When- All right, so that was Andrea, guys. Give it yeah. up for Andrea. Yeah. That's so great. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much, you, Andrea. That was awesome. Now that we got to hear from Andrea, I would like to get to jump a little bit about how everything came to be now to what it is, because we have expanded <laughs> very much. We have Ty. Uh, whenever he is able to come and like you know do the recordings, and then we have Isabel every other Friday, mm-hmm. and then now we have also Alex with the Spanish uh, part. But I'm gonna ask Richard to talk a little bit about how that this whole thing came about. What is the conversation that goes behind when I come to him? What are some of the questions that he's asking me? What is the talk before we say yes? You know, before I reach out to anyone? Yeah. Yeah, so we have our little administration team, <laughs> M- myself, and, <laughs> and, and uh, oh, we had been thinking and talking about bringing other kinds of content onto the, mm-hmm. the podcast because we figured people have a lot of time during the week, mm-hmm. and if they have time to watch someone's testimony on one day and be encouraged, what are they doing the rest of the week? Hopefully, you know, spending some time in the Word, you know, going to Bible study. But yeah. uh, because not, not any part of the podcast is a replacement for, for the church. Um, yeah. But we figured we, we might as well try, if we have this platform, we might as well bring encouraging messages uh, for, for men, women, people who speak other languages. Yeah. <laughs> and we had the opportunity. And so... Arlenis would usually come to me with kind of like a little pitch, kind of an idea. And we talk talk things over, kind of, I would help her refine these things. Sometimes had to say no, or or maybe not yet. And uh, Mm. thankfully, the Lord has provided me with a a very loving and understanding wife. Mm. Uh, So that that really hasn't been a cause of any kind of dissension (laughs) at all within the home. 
Um, but I hope not. It doesn't cause that. Oh no! Isabel mm-hmm. Miguel will come after us. <laughs> yeah. That was and that, and that was a very important conversation that we had when we asked Isabel to come and share messages for women, mm-hmm. uh, and they came to us very lovingly and. And they said, well, we have a couple of concerns about uh, this, this opportunity. And that was, that was all just understanding that we didn't want to have something on the podcast that was unbiblical. And we didn't want to put Isabel in a position where people were thinking that Isabel was preaching right. or, or teaching men. And, you know, not that a woman can't encourage, a, you know, a fellow brother. Right. Mm-hmm. in the faith but that you know we believe that the bible very explicitly states that women are not to teach men mm-hmm. and that was a conversation that Isabella and Miguel and luckily we we're all kind of on the same in the same, same mm-hmm. frame of mind we were uh, we had a meeting, we let me tell you. It, it yes. was a meeting at our home. They came, <laughs> they made it possible like can we come and talk to you guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's clear it out. But we were all in the, in, the, in the same page with Mm. as to like where we were going with this you know to um and i know that we've had some people already having some difficulties with some topics that we brought but guys when we post something on social media that's not the full content like that's not the full video when we post a trailer like reels when you see a reels video that that is just a 30 second out of like what 10 minutes most of the time or a one-minute video that we post on social media, that is not the full content. So for you to understand what she's talking about, you need to go and actually listen to the whole audio or watch the full video. So, mm-hmm. yes, that is very important, you know, when it comes to what you're being exposed to. Right. Get the whole, the full content of it. Yeah, so. Yeah, and, then, and thankfully, you know, because we've kind of partnered with mm-hmm. Isabel and Miguel and, and Ty and, and Alex, we have... A, a safety network where sometimes we're not we're not perfect and we're mm-hmm. not going to think of of how maybe this could cause a weaker brother to stumble, but then we can bounce ideas off of one another and that's that's what yeah. we've done, yeah, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Where you know we we send someone like a rough draft and hey look at this read this and we've mm-hmm. we've gotten a few of those from you and and Miguel and um, and that's that's all just to to ensure that you know we're we are trying to do the very best with obviously what we have and we're we're really trying to to glorify god and not cause anyone to stumble not cause anyone to sin um but i mean everything within reason you know and i like what isabel told me the other day um we're not giving you a full study here this is just a little taste for you to go and dig deeper in the word of god this is not like you don't replace this by the church, you know, mm-hmm. for the church. No, this is just for you to to be motivated even more to go and learn more about any topic that we bring, any conversation, any message that Ty or Alex or Isabel bring. This is for you to go and do your research, mm-hmm. learn more, you know, abide in the Word of God, be learning from the Word of God. Like, we are just mm-hmm. a little stream to guide you and to kind of bring you know like oh i didn't know much about this so go now and research about it learn more about it grow in the word of god and so yeah so i normally come and i tell richard like hey i have this idea what do you think and then yeah so you have asking you have asked me okay so what is the goal with this why do you want to do this um 
Yeah, so it's basically like really, I feel like it's more like to see my motive for doing that. And I think it's important that we have the right motives to do things. That it's not for our glory, but how are you going to exalt Christ more mm. through this? And I think I could say it, and I, um, through ties, through Isabel, through Alex, I am being, like, all, both of us, we're being blessed growing mm. with you guys mm. in those things. And it's amazing to see that, just so you guys know, also the little dynamic that we have is that when when I edit something, obviously I have been so long already in the and the thing, right, that I, I will miss things in the editing, but I am so glad that when I send you, Ty, something, you're like, oh, wait, what I said there, that's wrong. Do you have another thing that we can replace? Never happened. You? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> but, you know, it's like, I appreciate right. that you guys are keeping us accountable with what we are putting out there. So it's mm. like, we have accountability. We have people that are, oh, your guys are not only like bringing the message, but mm-hmm. you are also reviewing what we post before we even post it to make sure, again, is Christ being exalted? Are we teaching you the right information? And I know that Ty, you know, he's like communicating and we like, mm-hmm. okay, let me go and do this. Isabel, you know, I sent it to Isabel and Isabel would watch it with Miguel. Her husband is also very much involved <laughs> and she will get into that too, how he is involved into the whole uh, process and Alex I also sent to Alex Alex watches it and this is just for me to know okay is this good to go right. are we ready to post it so let's start with uh, I'm gonna bring it back to Ty so Ty you I remember the first message that you brought in the podcast it was during Christmas it was a lot of fun you guys have not seen the bloopers <laughs> yes. by the way it's a lot it was it. so fun. I, I, I hope you can give me permission to post it maybe for this Christmas, the bloopers. Yeah. <laughs> like you remember. Guys can laugh at me. <laughs> it's just because you have trouble. I'm secure in Christ. Your identity is in Christ, not on that, right? So, do you have trouble? I remember saying pine trees instead of pine trees. He kept saying, guys, like palm three trees. times in a row. Palm trees. <laughs> you couldn't <laughs> stop saying palm trees. And he even left the camera. Like, he I just ran I, away. Yeah, I kept saying pine, but I meant to say palm tree because it was Palm Sunday. And so. <laughs> I no, kept- wait, it was Christmas. You wanted to say pine trees. Like, you See, I can't even say it now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say it now. Well, it was Sorry. Palm Sunday. Well, because it was Christmas, but it's leading up, right? So, wait. No, no, no. You were talking right. about the... Right. Am I, wait, what am I, wait, what am I talking about? You're talking about Edit Christmas. Edit this. <laughs> it was like the real gift of Christmas, and it was Christ. And I kept saying... And you say, you're saying, like, I, when we I think of Christmas, this. we think about eggnog oh, yeah. and oh, pine yeah. trees, no, but no, you said palm, palm trees. Palm Sundays before Easter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Never mind. Edit yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Zendaya, thank you for your work. It's the bird. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. No, it was homework. Okay, since he gave me permission on camera, we're going to yeah. release yeah. this so for Christmas. Saying, remember. So I kept saying palm trees. Yeah, you kept saying like three times. Pine trees. Yeah, because yeah, it was like trying to, because I'm trying to remember being a kid and, you know, you have, you know, you get the pine trees and, it, you know, the scent in the house and everything and, you know, yeah. But yeah, I, that I was screwed funny. it up. But it was, and I, yeah. but I didn't even stay on the camera. I ran off. Which <laughs> yeah. was funny. Like, and you I ran stopped, off like three and times. I just started laughing. I just, <laughs> yeah. So that was. Yeah. That was so you guys will yeah. see the bloopers yes. coming in December. Lord of Orleans. This is <laughs> yeah, that was, that was he gave funny. me permission. But yeah. So I know, like I mentioned before, you're the 
before you start a seminary, you just want a pulpit to preach. So we know that Ty is passionate mm-hmm. about preaching the gospel. And I know that that could be, you know, why you also agree that you will come and, you know, partner with us and bring messages. But what what other reasons did you have to come into this podcast that Richard and I started? Like, why did you decide, like, hey, I'm going to... Because you're in foundation and you preach in foundation. You go... I mean, you were you were even in Vegas preaching. I mean, you're you're preaching at the church, so mm-hmm. you do get the pulpit, mm-hmm. right? But then now, coming into the podcast, also, you know, going into this um, this semester, and in our semester is it started, I think, in fall. Mm-hmm. So was it April? Excuse me, August, September, and then going into spring um, was January. And I think one of the things, like I list. A, a few things to pray for. Mm-hmm. And Paul encourages Timothy to fan and flame the gift that God has given him. Like, mm-hmm. use it. Because if you don't use it, you're not going to grow in it. Um, and you're not going to be able to bless other people. And that sounds like it might be an arrogance thing, but it's not. It's when God has gifted us with something, we own it and we want to use that gift. So one of the things that I prayed for, especially as I have another year of seminary, is that, Lord, I want to be more... I want to make sure that I'm using my gift. I want to make sure I'm cultivating cultivating the gift. And it's been something that I've prayed. So anytime that I have an opportunity to mm-hmm. uh, share the gospel or opportunities to teach, I want to, I want to be able to accept that and say, mm-hmm. okay, this is what I want to do. Obviously, there are times when you can't say yes to everything, but mm-hmm. this has been something that I feel like the Lord has just put on my heart, and so I wanted to prioritize that. And so I think it's been a great growing experience, you know, especially being busy. You know, with seminary, um, very involved and active um, with the church as well. And so mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, Lord, I really also have to depend on you mm-hmm. in being able to do this as well. Like, I'm tired sometimes, but yet mm-hmm. I want to be faithful. And there's these things of just learning how to, like, Lord, I just want to do this as as a way of worship unto you. And I want to be faithful to it. It's And it's been a pleasure. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's been a pleasure. It's definitely different being on camera <laughs> as opposed to um, <laughs> preaching in front of people or talking in front of people because you're wanting to, um, I mean, you're getting feedback, you know, not just verbally, but just by looking at people, you're going to get some type of feedback. Oh, they're mm-hmm. listening. Yeah. But when I'm talking into a camera, it, I don't have that same feedback. I don't know if people are tracking right. with me. So it's so it's also a learning experience. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then when we're on camera, it's like, well, I don't want to just sit there and just read everything. <laughs> and you just see the top of my head. But I want to hopefully yeah. be someone engaging. But it's also something that I'm still growing in. So yeah. I've been thankful for the opportunity. Yeah, and def- definitely thankful for you guys and just doing this and your faithfulness to it. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. And thank you for, I hope you, after you get married, you continue to come. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to Melinda. <laughs> She's going to start making my, uh, Your calendar. <laughs> my calendar for That's me. That's what I do for us. It's like, I have to keep track. Am and I available so. that day? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, but uh, I'm very thankful just for the blessing that it has been to me. And I don't know if you know this, but I was telling Isabel the other day, we, we went over to her house and we were just talking a little bit about this and, so the the sermon that we uh, posted on the death and resurrection of Christ, I had someone commented on there, clearly an atheist, not a believer, all that's a mythology and even talk about the resurrection <clears throat> of Christ being like a zombie. Mm-hmm. That, that Oh yeah, he's just a zombie and why not? And I took that as an opportunity to just like 
full up with scripture. Sure, mm -hmm. you know, the gospel there. But it's amazing to see that, you know, that people are are listening to the sermons, that it's costing something. Like, mm -hmm. why would you comment unless, like, you actually listen to this, right? So mm -hmm. it's just, just to say what a blessing it is, you know, that it's reaching people that I don't even know. I don't know who this person is. I have no idea where they're located. So, mm -hmm. or just like I told you, like, the ladies from Crosswire, I think, I can't remember. It's, so they're in the new addition to the BART Network. And how you ended up going to preach in Vegas, right. and she happened to be in this church, and then she watched the video, and she was like, "Oh, that's Ty! He came to my church to preach." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wow, really?" So it's just like the yeah. providence of the Lord, just like connecting all of us, you mm -hmm. know, and to to remind us like the ch the Church of Christ is much bigger than just mm -hmm. this local church, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be going, like, passing it on and then going back to other questions. So now I'm going to talk to Isabel. So Isabel, let's see. So I remember you came on the first season. I think you were either the third, third, probably second episode. I'm not. I'm not sure, I'm not but sure. something like that. Yeah. You're, you're just, yeah. like, down the line there. <laughs> and we didn't know what the future was holding. No. I remember for you started going through, you were diagnosed with breast cancer. And then we had you back on the podcast yep. for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, yes, I right. praised you in the mm -hmm. storm, I remember. Mm -hmm. And I remember just you giving us a little update what, you know, the Lord has been had been doing during this time in your life. And I remember this day, I asked you, like, of like I don't know it was like from the like like the top of my head oh maybe I should have her do like a little devotional here or something and I asked you to I don't know to to say something like to do a little oh, message yeah. there right. and then I was like wow that would be so wonderful if we have something for women that we can have mm. someone address the women in the podcast like to teach them That's why I went to Richard. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have this idea. What do you think? <laughs> I just listened to her. She said this. Mm -hmm. And she's in, and I've been seeing your social media to how you're engaging with other women, whether they're believers or not. Right. Because of the trial that you've been going through and how you've been using this as a platform for sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And to, like you always tell me, no, 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 don't tell me that I'm strong. It's because of Jesus right. that I'm able to go through this. Mm -hmm. So I would like to know first and foremost before I go into the... Why did you just say yeah? You and Miguel agree to this. Uh, give us a little update. Where up to? Where are you up to now with your, you know, treatments and everything? Because it's been a while since we right. kind of mentioned a little bit about that. Um, so I finished uh, chemo in November, and then I had radiation. Um, and right now, I'm considered done with active treatment. So I have a target therapy that I go every three weeks and it's for, I didn't know this before I had breast cancer, but there's different types of breast cancer. So the target therapy is basically to help with reoccurrence because my body mm -hmm. likes to produce this protein in my, in my body like that wants to feed my cancer. So it's to suppress that protein in my body. Mm -hmm. So once every three weeks I go, um, and, um, I have to get like ultrasounds on my heart because it could affect the function of your heart. But Now I have that until September, and um, right now I just had, like, some, you know, um, tests done, and they came back clear, and so I'm really excited about that. So it's just hopefully September I'll be done with all of it, and then I'll have my little port removed, and I'll mm -hmm. get to, you know, move on, but still get checked every six months. So right now it's it's strange because you go, when you go into 
I could just speak for breast cancer. Um, there's just so many tests, like it's test, test. And then all of a sudden it's just like treatment, treatment, treatment. And now I have like every, oh, it's only every three weeks. It feels like I have all this time now. So I'm like, what do I do with myself? Like it's already amazing. So uh, praise be to God. He has sustained me physically and spiritually, and I'm very thankful. So it's going very well. I know it's not like that for a lot of other women. Um, and I'm, I'm really just grateful, you know, but I know how to pray for other women that are going through this right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you going through all this trial mm-hmm. and then there are many other trials that we haven't shared, right? Right. Uh, that you and Miguel have gone through with family and things mm-hmm. like that. Right. So everything like kind of piled yep. up and yet we come and we introduce this idea to you and Miguel, Richard and I, we mm-hmm. sat down in our living room and the eye dining room and we talked through all the right. logistics and what we, you know, what is the vision? What is it that we want to do? Why do you and Miguel agree to, you know, hey, yeah, let's do it. That's it. Well, of course, I first went to Miguel and his thing was like, what's the purpose? What's your motive? Why do you want to do this? You know, what are you thinking? Um, and I think for us, you know, way back, just hearing Pastor MacArthur teach on going through trials and the way you get through them is by being outward focused and serving others. And so um, because I was having chemo and radiation, I had to be very careful. I could not come to church even when it was open. And it wasn't just because of the coronavirus. It's I can't even get the common cold because it could delay treatment and that could affect how well the treatment, like how my body responds to it. So it's like, what can I do? Um, from home and it just kind of and that was kind of crazy because me and Miguel were had looking back um, I remember telling him like I'm so used to serving at the church and now I'm home like I just don't know how how I'm going to serve my body still being at home and the Lord was really kind to I mean a couple months later you bringing this and I was like I was praying for this because I didn't know exactly what that would look like Mm -hmm. and I wanted to be able to um even though we're going through trials, but be outward focused and still serve and and be have a eternal perspective and knowing that our trial is just just for a moment, mm-hmm. you know, and that we could serve the body um, that way still. So that's why we ended up going. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll do this, but we just got to make sure <laughs> all these things are in place. And I think what um, I always want to make clear is anytime you approach me and give me the question. Um, and me and Miguel talk about it. And once I write it up, you know, it always goes through him. I'm like, I need you to, you know, um, make sure what I'm saying is biblical, make sure that what I'm, what I'm, um, saying has, you know, not just chapter, you know, verse, but context of, of what I'm, I'm talking about. Um, so that's really important to us. And I always make sure that he sees, he sees it, um, before it kind of even goes to you guys, you know? Um, and that's yeah. really neat just to know, know in advance. Okay. So let's, let's see what's, what's in it. And it's right. been a blessing just to, to have like that idea before we get into the filming right. process yeah. too. So yeah. That's really great. important to me. Cause I don't, um, I don't want anyone to ever think we're, we're just solo here. Like we're all mm-hmm. just doing this, like no, our pastors and our church elders, like they know what we're doing, mm-hmm. and that's really important for yeah. for me to be this to be connected to your local church, and yeah. that is just mm-hmm. it's supplemental. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why it's like it's ten. You know that's why we purposely do 
like 10, 15 minutes because no, like if you have to choose between going to your local church and hearing something or, or being able to participate and this is taking too, like too much of your time, even though it's only 15 minutes, like, no, be part of your local church. And that's my heart is I'm no one, I'm not college educated. I'm no one special. I'm just a woman who hmm. loves the Lord, who reads her Bible. And yeah. when people, I've had people go, oh, what Bible college did you go to? And I laugh because I'm like, I didn't. I read my Bible and I listen to sermons and I have a husband that yeah. teaches me like yeah. that I could go to him and he teaches me. And I just pray that it encourages women to do the same, to be good Bereans and reach your word because the Lord is clear in his word. Like he will teach you. He mm-hmm. will teach you if you take the time and you do it, you know? Amen. Thank you, Isabel. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to pass it on to Alex. And so, Alex, tell me a little bit about, just like I asked Ty and Isabel, uh, when we approach you and we ask you, hey, um, I would really love if you bring mm-hmm. some, you know, um, messages in Spanish, uh, presenting the gospel. So we started off with a series in Spanish, Um who is Jesus? Quien es Jesús? Mm-hmm. Um, what is the gospel? The gospel, which is mm-hmm. similar to what Ty did, but I didn't. We did it in Spanish. Mm-hmm. What is the gospel? Que es el evangelio? And uh, why do we need Jesus? Por qué necesitamos a Cristo? Mm-hmm. It's been a blessing, and let me tell you, I've been able to send that to my mom, to my family, mm-hmm. my friends, mm-hmm. which is really what motivated me to do it. But I know that there are other people out there that will benefit from that. And honestly, we get, I think, a lot of the Hispanic people have been watching a lot of it because like, I feel like it, it's been reaching mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the Hispanic Praise community. God. Praise mm-hmm. the Lord. So it's mm-hmm. been a blessing for that. So tell me, why do you decide to join us and serve in this ministry as well? Well, thank you for asking me. It's a very good question. I think that when the Lord uh, gave me a new heart uh, and the salvation, His salvation, uh, he put uh, in me the desire to preach the gospel in every season, uh, like the Apostle Paul teaching to uh, Timothy in first, uh, Second Timothy chapter four verse one. So in every season, every opportunity, you need to preach the gospel. So my motivation um, just is remember that if the Lord gives me this new life, I need to give my life to Him. And share the gospel, but not just in cameras, but in every street, every uh, moment uh, at the market or wherever is the place. When the Lord gave me um, the privilege to preach the gospel, I need to preach. I, I, I don't know. It's like I love the Bible and <laughs> I need to show how beauty is our Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. And... It's not easy because sometimes, you know, uh, Ty, when we, like, in evangelism, uh, the people sometimes say no. It's like, it's people like angry people that they respond like no. But we we try to, like, pray for them and that the Lord give us more grace. Because I think that when we have more of Christ in our character, in our words, we can show more the uh, distinctive that the Lord give us, that this is grace. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think so that it's very important that my motivation always is like, he is worthy and he is worthy of my time, of, of my energy, 
and I, I want to give myself to him mm. in every moment. Yeah, it's mm. like, I think it goes back to living out the gospel, right? Um, mm. If somebody doesn't want you to share Christ with them, you show them Christ through yes. your life, right? You show them the gospel through your life. And I think, as I think of that, you saying like preaching, preaching every moment, every moment of your life, I think it's been very heavy in my heart because um, there was a person who died suddenly in a car accident. Mm. And mm. he was like actually a mechanic that I would go to and my friend introduced me to him. Mm. And she texted me this week. He died, and it was he was riding his motorcycle. It was suddenly. Mm. I w that was so heavy mm. in my heart. And the reason why is because I'm thinking of all the time that I mm. saw this man. I went there, mm. and I never shared Christ with him. Like I never brought the conversation. And that to me is like when I text a Richard, I text a Richard right away, and I'm like, he died. Like. He's like, and Richard told me, life is so fleeting, and it is. The, tonight could be the, the last time I probably see you guys. You know, mm -hmm. it's like every conversation that you have could be your last conversation that you have with that person. Mm -hmm. And it just makes me think of Isaiah when it says, right, that for those who do not preach Christ, like the blood of that person, the, their blood is in your hand. And that just like, because we've been studying mm -hmm. Acts, and that was like one of the passages that we were there. And all I could think was about that passage, like, It, it was it was just hard. It was heavy mm -hmm. in my heart. And I pray, you know, that the Lord will remind me of that whenever I come across someone that this is a soul that needs to hear the gospel. Mm -hmm. And I love that you both, you know, you're doing that, that you're actually going and you're preaching the gospel, especially in such dark times like this one, right? That you're using whatever medium it is, whatever you are, preach the gospel. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so um, thank you. And I know that... As you're preparing yourselves mm -hmm. for your the messages and everything, right? First, there is time that needs to be invested. So I will pass it on again to Ty. Mm -hmm. I want to hear about how does preparation look like for you? Because Alex and Ty are both in the seminary. So you're in seminary. Ty got engaged. So they're mm -hmm. preparing for wedding. <laughs> He's like serving in, like both of you are like serving in all this ministry, you mm -hmm. know, and it's like, and then Isabel, of course, you have to attend your home and, you know, and, and everything that you're going through. So though you have your daily life things to deal mm -hmm. with, Tell me what that looks like. So when we come and we're like, hey, Ty, so can we bring <laughs> this? <laughs> um, how does preparation look like and how has the Lord used that time mm. in your own life? Mm -hmm. That's Very a good that's question. A good question. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've never one that likes to study. Um, so if I'm going to teach tomorrow, I shouldn't be studying the night before. Like I should be studying throughout the week. And the reason why I'm trying to do this is because I really want to take in what I'm going to communicate. I need to internalize mm. um, what I'm going to preach and what I'm going to talk about. So I, you've been gracious. Like, you're not, hey, Ty, can you teach tomorrow? Like, <laughs> it, it hasn't been like that way. It's been, you know, one of the series. We, uh, we'll have a list of topics, and sometimes we have, like, almost a good two, four weeks to kind of prepare for that. Mm -hmm. So many times... I'm probably taking, you know, anywhere between a half hour to an hour a day, and I'm just looking at the text and I'm or thinking about a topic, and I'm like, okay, what is appropriate? And again, thinking about mm -hmm. context. Mm -hmm. um, 
and um, like how am I going to be able to communicate that? So I'm probably writing this out leading up to that time. By the time I get ready to teach, maybe the night before, I'm really trying to think about my points about do I know how to communicate that without having to just sit there and read it. Now, certain things I do have to read because I want to be very um, point, pointed or specific. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to internalize it such that I don't have to just depend on my notes. My notes are basically my outline where I'm able to just kind of it's going to navigate me through that. So <laughs> I don't even know how much time I could mm-hmm. spend. But I think it's fair to say that I might spend between maybe five to eight hours on that. Mm-hmm. You know, if I preach a sermon, I can probably easily spend 20 hours on a, mm-hmm. on what I'm going to preach. But I'm also preaching for like you get 45 minutes. Some of the things that we've done been anywhere between 15 and maybe 30 minutes probably. Yeah, probably. Um, mm-hmm. So when we're looking at a 15 minute, you know, it might take me for every five minutes, you might say an hour. Mm-hmm. That I think that's fair. Um, and yeah, it's but it's good also because you get to go over and a lot of things like we're talking about the death and the resurrection of Christ. Um, these things are so basic and fundamental to our faith. It's it's good for me to be able to go back to um, these elementary principles, which are which are foundational. Because if they're not there, everything mm-hmm. else just it just tumbles. It, it just falls apart, right? Mm-hmm. So it's good to remind ourselves of the gospel. And because of the gospel, what are the implications for that? Um, I should be living with a sense of thanksgiving. I should be living. Mm-hmm. Um, in a sense of being very purposeful in my mm-hmm. life as well. And to know that, you know, Christ, his blood, he, he purchased me. He purchased me with his blood. I'm not my own. So mm-hmm. therefore, I want to serve him with all that I have. Yeah. And how will you say that the Lord has used that time, like, of preparation or even the same messages? That, though it's something that it's, like you said, very foundational and probably very, very basic I think it's a good reminder for us daily, right? I've been reading a gospel primer, mm-hmm. and it's just like a reminder of the gospel, right, of Jesus Christ, and it's like abide, like just being yeah. mindful of that. Yeah, that's a really great question. I'm gonna look at Second Peter really quick. Um, mm-hmm. He says something, and as I was just looking at this today, Second <clears throat> Peter one. I love 11. how everyone is like taking out their Bibles. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna that's, take that's your word, Ty. <laughs> Pastor, our pastor sets a really great example. With, right. You know, just yeah. what does the word say? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and he says in Second Peter one. Um, and I'm going to look at verse twelve, and he's mm-hmm. talking about the gospel. But he says, therefore, I will always be ready to remind you of these things. Now he's mm-hmm. talking about the gospel. What are the implications of that? Um, I will always be ready to remind you of these things even though you already know them and have been established in the truth which is present with you. I consider it right as long as I'm in this earthly dwelling or in my body to stir you up by way of reminder. Mm-hmm. And this is really important because um, like I was thinking about the issue of the heart and what are the hindrances of us hearing and receiving the word of God. Many times it's a hardened heart. Mm-hmm. And many times you hear that word, familiarity breeds contempt, because we know it. Oh, I've heard this before. Mm-hmm. And if we're walking in the church, oh, I've already heard this. We're already um, headed in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. We have to be ready to hear and receive, because it is the gospel 
that has saved us, but it's also the gospel by which we're also being saved. We're being sanctified, mm-hmm. becoming more like him. So when we do, as Andrea, our sister, was here talking about, yeah, I still sin, we go back to the gospel and remember that Christ, his blood has already died for that, but it also mm-hmm. causes us to be more thankful in order that it will cause us to walk in greater obedience as well. Mm-hmm. And we remember that we do that by the Spirit. We don't just, let me just pull my boots up by my own bootstraps. Let me just do it on my own. No, we do it by the power of the Spirit. You know, mm-hmm. So we serve mm-hmm. or we serve God uh, not for our salvation, but we always serve from our salvation. And that's very mm-hmm. important. So that's why when we talk about when I'm spending time talking about these very elementary principles, it should stir up a reminder of the thankfulness of what Christ yes. has done. Mm-hmm. Amen. And yeah. that is the greatest mm-hmm. reminder. Like, again, bring it to Paul Washer. <laughs> when, when I was listening there in Foundation, it's like I always describe him as like, well, at least in my mind, I see him like if you had any sense of self-righteousness, you're going to drop dead on the floor because the way that he just like simplifies the gospel and the way that he illustrates it, like the imagery that he creates, it's like, man, you just leave with like the, the dog with his tail between his legs. That, that was me <laughs> listening to him. So it's just, again, being reminded of who we are. We are wretched sinners fallen and we are separated from God, right? But then when he still saves us, it's still like we need him. We need his word. We need Christ. Yeah. It's not our righteousness, but Christ's righteousness, right? So yeah, right. that was... It was an amazing message on Friday. Oof. Yeah. yeah. And that, yeah. It was That's amazing. why it's fresh on the mind. <laughs> yes. We're talking about things that are fresh in our minds right now. But let's pass it on to Isabel. So same question, you know, how does preparation look like for you and how has the Lord used those studies that you've done, you know, in your own life? Um, well, when you send over the, the questions, I, of course, I go over it with Miguel and, um, I think one of them that comes to mind is um, recently was how does a Christian deal with um, discouragement, mm-hmm. you know? So then um, for me, that was, you know, I could just think of David, you know, and just, you know, him, his own son trying to take the kingdom and him just, I mean, what discouragement, you know, and just taking the time to like Ty said, read through the passage, but then there's also that, you know, I will find myself, I guess it takes a few hours, but I'll kind of break that up. And, you know, I have my Bible doctrine and I have my, on my app and I'm doing that just to make sure. But that one, when I had finished writing it, um, (laughs) it's choked up. Um, God used it for myself because I was so dis- I was feeling very discouraged, and I was just was like, "Lord, you are so kind mm. to ha- remind me of your truths, right?" And um, for me, when I do these things, what happens to me is I I'm reminded of what I've been saved from, like the sin that still even remains that I still have, and it's very humbling. And I just. I never feel equipped to do it, but the Lord has something else. Um, but that last one that that I did, I remember just like kind of reading it and just reading it to Miguel and just like really choking up going, wow, the Lord used that for me. I'm thinking I'm doing it for other people, but here I am in a way, not only encouraging my heart, but rebuking my own heart. It's kind <laughs> of weird. And um, and. He's just been really kind to do that through through other ones that we have done before. Um, but Miguel's, I mean, I have a great husband that 
he just will look it over and I'm just always like, I just want to make sure that it's correct. You know, what I'm sharing is correct. And I'm just so thankful that I have that in him. I know a lot of women don't. And I'm so thankful that I could go to him and just tell my husband, teach me. And he does what the word says. He washes me with the word and he teaches me and it's been and he encourages me when I think, like, I can't do, like, I don't know. And he'll he'll encourage me, like, yes, you can. <laughs> Get to work. <laughs> yeah. There I go. So uh, I'm really grateful. I mean, it's very humbling to, to teach women. And I hope, I mean, I hope it glorifies. I mean, I, that's the whole purpose, right? Like you said, to glorify the Lord. And it's, like, more of him and less of me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like you were saying, like, you send us the podcast to, like, to look it over. And I was like, oh, you really want me to watch that? Like, I don't want to watch myself. <laughs> like, I don't want to watch myself. And when yeah. you explained why, I was like, oh, I guess I should be. And so I'll send it to my husband because I'm like, I really don't want to hear myself again. Like, Imagine yeah. hearing yourself in the editing. Editing. Cut that. Cut, cut, cut that. that. Yeah. yeah. Cut everything. Yeah. The fear of man the, takes over. The fear. Yeah. yeah. Right. And you really, you know, I think just examining your own heart all the time when you're doing this, like, it's just amazing how the Lord really does that. And how much it sticks when you're the one who's studying, like you're not going to forget where those passages are at. And then Mm -hmm. hopefully you could use it to bless others one day and encourage them. And I'm going to embarrass you again. Mm -mm. Whereas Miguel and Miguel is here too. So I told them this the other night that we went over to their Mm -hmm. place again, the same night. And (laughs) so Miguel, when he is not working super late, he's able to make it. Okay. He's there. So he's taking care of like the teleprompter for Isabel there or then, you know, so... I, I I used to see this, but then I didn't comment it. But then one day it just came up on the editing that I saw. And I was like, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen. So Isabel Miguel, they're like the cutest couple ever. Like, I just love seeing them. So he is like behind the camera. She's there. And while she's just like waiting for me to say, and we're rolling, she's like winking at him. Like they're winking at each other. <laughs> and let me tell you, it's the cutest thing ever. It's like so adorable. Oh, and I awesome. was like, Richard, look, look, look. I told you. I told you. <laughs> but it's um, super sweet just to see you. I'll serve you both and oh, just awesome. loving your, yeah. each other from afar, supporting each other. From, yes, yes. Couldn't do it without him. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. Like if he were, if he were to come to me and say, if he were to come to me next week and say, like, I don't think you could do this because, and say it was sin or whatever, I'd go okay. Like I really, you know, we've had those come. Like if that were to happen or something else comes up or I'm not taking care of my household and he were to say that to me, um, even though I probably wouldn't like it at first because I always tell women like submission is not like, it's really when you don't agree with what your husband's saying, right? Mm -hmm. Because if he says like, let's go out to eat tonight and I go, yeah, sure, let's go. I'm just agreeing. I'm not submitting. (laughs) I'm just like, yeah, sure, that sounds good. Or let's buy this car. Yeah, let's buy this car. It's really when... Your husband tells you, no, mm-hmm. I don't think we, you should do that. That's yeah. really walking in submission going, okay. So if he were to tell me that next week, like, Isabel, I don't think you should do it, even though I probably, in my sinful flight, would not like it, I would say, okay. Don't tell her that, please. <laughs> I'll come talk to you. <laughs> I would tell him, okay. No, so he's yeah. my biggest help. I think a lot of people don't realize how much he helps me um, yeah. during this. He really is. Yeah. Thank you, Miguel. He's upset. He's watching the cameras for us. <laughs> All right. Let's pass it on to mm-hmm. Alex now. So what does preparation look like for you? And how has the Lord used that time of preparation for your life? Yeah. 
is a great question, and I remember to myself, uh, Fierce Peter. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ty, but you like really, you have my note. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and we, if we can see like Fierce Peter chapter three, uh, verse fifteen, he said, "But in your hearts, honor Christ, the Lord as holy." Always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet, do it with gentleness and respect. Mm -hmm. So this is one of my favorite verse. And when I think, okay, I have this privilege. I remember that after my conversion, um, I remember feel um, all my sin, all my condemnation and the like horrible life in my past. And then how the Lord gives me like new desires and the opportunity to learn because really I, I don't remember when the Lord gave me uh, passion and love and discipline to read his Bible and study mm -hmm. more and more. But in one moment, In one second, he changed everything and transforming my desires. So I remember start in 2009, 2010, and progress more and more. And every sermon by Paul Washer, when he called like uh, Martin Lloyd-Jones mm -hmm. of Spurgeon or Charles, yeah, Charles Spurgeon, Arthur Sproul, I say, okay, these guys are like theologians. They, they know. But I, I can see that. Paul Washer called like very good books and like mm. confessions and more and more. And so I prepare myself to like, okay, I want to teach to the people of God. Mm -hmm. And I remember in the beginning was really horrible. My patience was not good. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the Lord um, grew me more and more and more. So when you ask me, I think, okay, this is the moment. The Lord mm -hmm. opened the door. I have this opportunity. I want to give more that I receive by grace. And just, yeah, I prepare my heart with this beautiful text because we we need to uh, be all, always prepared mm -hmm. and ready for show the beauty of the Lord Jesus Christ. And his gospel, because uh, we need to say the bad news that is the everyone is sin and mm -hmm. everyone is uh, enemy of God. But in his mercy and his uh, love, the Lord show us his perfect uh, salvation, the, mm -hmm. the, uh, the cross of Christ, that is our uh, righteousness and our hope. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I... I Really, when you ask me for every topic, I think in my mind, okay, how I can connect this question with the Lord Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and his gospel? Mm -hmm. This is my like preparation in my heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how has the Lord used that? Because I know you talked, you shared a little bit with me, just like how at that time in Christmas, it was just like a time that you were going through a, a, a tough time, you know, and how the Lord would just use that <laughs> you message. Remember. <laughs> yeah, of course I do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, yeah, sometimes uh, just I'm going to uh, the secret place, my room, and just cry and 
I worship my Father, my Heavenly Father in, in the secret and open my heart with all my uh, emotions and uh, difficult uh, times, not just for the seminary. <laughs> I have a friend from facilities and he says, you going to the Calvary. Mm-hmm. Not the seminary, but he said, you going to the Calvary. <laughs> They're going to the cross. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, um, yeah, we, we received like different providence for our life because mm-hmm. the Lord working everything for our good. Mm-hmm. And what is this good? The image of Christ mm-hmm. in us, or for us. So in different providence, the Lord teach me how he is broken my heart and reconstruct my heart and Mm -hmm. my character. Mm -hmm. And I can see how the Holy Spirit gives me more of the sweetness of His fruit Mm -hmm. in every, like, meeting and new opportunity when I, like, give myself to ministry to other people. Mm -hmm. So in this moment when you ask me, Alex, um, you need to uh, teach us about who is Jesus. Um, in his incarnation is like wow what amazing topic mm-hmm. because this is the reason that we we have like hope mm-hmm. we have like new like uh, new life and the eternity is mm-hmm. like sure why because the Lord Jesus Christ come mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. take our flesh and he is the most perfect man in the whole world Mm-hmm. So it's amazing. Um, yeah, I'm just thankful for every question that you ask me and give me the opportunity to mm-hmm. share. And yeah, it's necessary that I use the gospel for preach myself mm-hmm. before I need to like prepare for every video, every yeah. study. Mm-hmm. Like preaching your gospel to yourself and then yeah. bring it to others, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a wonderful blessing. And it's been just amazing to be able to sit in here now in Spanish, too, because now that mm-hmm. I've been taught all in English, you know, it's like <laughs> I need to get my Spanish one, too, so wow. that I can, you know, better communicate that, the gospel to my family in Spanish. But what a what a blessing it has been. And this year, honestly, 2020, has, 2021, not 2020, 2021 <laughs> has been a tremendous, I mean, it's been blessing upon blessing from the Lord. And just the blessings and the podcast, the blessing of getting to know all of you so closely and being able to work together. But it will also open another door for us. I mean, that same time when I reached out to Isabel, I was able to connect with Dwayne Atkinson. He is the, um, we can say, the CEO of the Bar <laughs> Network. He is also the executive producer of the Just Thinking podcast, one of the most listened, I, will, I believe, Christian podcasts at the moment. And um, he saw our social media. I guess he found us on, on Instagram mm-hmm. and reached out to, to us. And he loved what we were creating. He invited me for an interview on in his podcast. And mm-hmm. I was like, hey, by the way, do you want to come and you know share your testimony on our podcast? And so that's how we were able to connect. And then... Uh, he mentions the the Bart Network. Eventually, I start telling Richard about this, and then the you know I reach out to him. I'm like I'm like, oh hey, how can we join the network? And so we set up a meeting. I talk to him. He explained to me, and then I'm like, let me talk to my husband. Let me explain to him what the 
this is about and then he said okay let me talk to my team also and mm-hmm. so basically everyone went separate ways right mm-hmm. and then i presented to richard richard of course loved the idea because otherwise right we wouldn't be <laughs> there. So he said like, oh it sounds yeah it sounds uh, great and so i reached out to him i'm like Dwayne, my husband and i were in we're on board so we would love to join the network and a big big shout out to our family of the bart network i recently had natalie and katie from the abide podcast Mm -hmm. lovely Mm -hmm. ladies love our sisters marcy farrell i love your sister (laughs) i always tell her i wish i could just have you closer she's so sweet uh so i had her also on the podcast and of course brother Dwayne. in Mm -hmm. fact brother Dwayne is joining us guys Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, he is. <laughs> All right. So, guys, so, yes, I do have an interview with Dwayne. Uh, so let's go and see my interview with Dwayne. Thank you, Dwayne, for joining us today in celebration of the one year anniversary for ordinary people with extraordinary lives. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to uh, to be a part of this uh, memorable, memorable moment. One year, I remember my first year. Sound like an old head. <laughs> how wait? How long have you been doing your podcast for again? Uh, five, five years. Five years. March made five years. Yep. Wow, the Bard Podcast. Five years. That's crazy. That's consistency right there. Yeah, seriously. Oh, yeah. And all the guests, (laughs) faithful. Yeah, yeah. How amazing! But you know, I'm just. I think I always tell you this, man. Like, I when I when we talk on social media or whatever it is, how grateful I think all of us are for you and and just the way that you know that you brought this team together, the Bart Network. This has been a great blessing for us. Uh, just this first year that we started off the, the, the podcast was, which was, which was actually a series of live videos on Instagram. And then it became like probably like two months in or three months after like becoming what it is now a podcast. And then connecting with you on December, I believe of 2020, I think that's a, that's what it was. Right. And then, uh, had the chance to bring you in the, on the podcast and being able to get to know you better through your testimony. I wasn't really familiar with the Bard Network, what it was. And uh, then 2021 came in January and we joined you guys. So I know that you have your own podcast, which is the the Bard Podcast. As you said, you've been doing this for now five years. But uh, just for those who probably haven't uh, listened to the to the previous one about the Bard Network, uh, just share a little bit about, you know, just like what is the inspiration behind it? Why did you create this uh, network? Sure. Okay. So, yeah, um, as I mentioned, I started five years ago. The original idea for the podcast was me and Virgil Walker and Terrence Barlow to all be like this, like a five-man team on a podcast. Um, and as you know, people in their schedules, you can't get people in the same place at the same time. And so I said, I'm going to start this podcast. And um, what I'm going to do is when you guys are ready, I'm going to create a network for it. You know, I'll let you guys have your own podcast. So the original idea was just for my friends, you know, guys I knew that were extremely talented, extremely, you know, gifted in in what they did. Um, And fast forward, you know, about a year after that idea, 
um, I actually started getting approached by other podcasters, um, you know, and, and, you know, I guess the first podcast officially on the network would be Bars, Biblical, and Reformed Spitters, which is my man T. Barlow, my friend. And so whenever I brought him on and I said, hey, this is the network, then I started getting inquiries from other podcasts. And I was like, man, this, you know, this can be outside of, you know, guys that I know. Um, and, and we just, you know, began to grow that, not even knowing what it was, what it looked like, you know, just kind of making it up as we go. Um right. But by God's grace, uh, we established a name and a brand. When people see it, they know that is solid biblical content. Um, that is, you know, when you see the bar network, it, it's almost like a standard. You know, I always tell people it's like, you know, ABC, NBC. When you see it, you know what kind of content is going to be connected to it. And so that was the that was the original purpose. And now, you know, the purpose is to provide uh, resources for people to provide uh, good, strong biblical content, good quality biblical content because you know you can produce strong biblical content but if the quality is not there then are we doing god a disjustice you know are we are we giving him our best so we also uh value quality as well but that's the genesis of uh the network and kind of the direction we're going and i don't see us deviating from that yeah yeah and i i think it's just been it's just been wonderful just to I think uh, someone said in in one of uh, my interviews um, that it's just a, such a great reminder that the Church of Christ is not only our local church here, but it's like it's bigger than that. And uh, just getting to know you, brother, and everyone on the Bart Network, like I've been saying, like I'm going through the list, you know, <laughs> trying to bring right. everyone and just getting to know them. I love that. Um, yeah, so it's been it's been truly a blessing. And we're so excited. And so you said that a lot of people come and, you know, like started approaching you for, you know, like I want to be part of the BART network. So how is that process for you guys? Because I know you have other friends, right, that helped you to decide, okay, so this is how we're going to, this is, yeah, let's bring this podcast here. So what is the process like and uh, what makes you decide whether or not to bring this podcast into the BART network? Yeah, so for me, it's it's a lot to do with uh, a gut feeling. Um, I am a recruiter by trade. And so my business is people. Um, I learn how to uh, read people, how to, you know, get a feel of people just off of conversations. And so that's where it starts is my gut feeling. If I feel like, you know, this might be a good, you know, fit, it will, this might be a, uh, a, a, I guess, a niche that we're missing, you know, this would be a good piece. Um, that's where it starts. Once it starts there, then um, guys that I aforementioned, Virgil, uh, Terrence Barlow, um, Shatario Smith, um, guys that were mi- with me, you know, from the Genesis, a lot of times I'll shoot them the information for them to kind of listen and see if it's a good fit um, for, because uh, I've added a lot of lady podcasts lately. So for the lady podcast, um, I actually uh, lean on Marcy, which you just had on your show. Um, yeah, and I have Marcy, Marcy. kind of, you know, do a little, oh yeah, Marcy's the best. And so yeah. I also have Marcy kind of listen in and see, you know, if, if we think it's a good fit, if we see anything, that's a red flag. Um, once they report back, then, you know, that's when I'll make the, the final decision. Um, the guys, the fellas, they, they, uh, by God's grace, you know, they trust my judgment. A lot of times they'll just reply back, man, if you feel good about it, we're good, you know? So, um, 
Yeah. It it really is is really boils down to you know gut feeling or woman warm and fuzzies as we call it at my job. Um, if I have that, then I want to move on that. Um, sometimes it is provoked where people approach. Sometimes it's me just you know uh, looking because I always got my ear. I guess you say to the ground and, and checking out what's new and what's happening. So um, either one of those approaches, uh, you know, and sometimes it's people that actually ask me to help them start their podcast, like um, EC Holmes with, uh, you know, that deity though, he asked me to help him start his podcast. And after helping him start it, I was like, Hey, this is a good concept, you know, and, yeah. and that's how that happened. And so it's multiple different ways. Um, I don't mind the inquiries, but just understand that it's not personal um, if we don't move forward. But, you know, it's just trying to build a team that, you know, I think is a good fit. And that's something God has blessed me with, with is just team building um, experience. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I mean, and that's the next thing that I wanted to ask, because since we joined, I know that recently we have also had other podcasts that have joined the network. So do, if you just if you wouldn't mind just mentioning some of the new addition to the BART network yeah. and where do you see the BART network going from here? Yeah. So I guess the latest addition is crosswise um, two young ladies. Uh, that's one of those cases where they approached me and uh, we had a call similar to this and uh, figured out that it would be a good fit. Um, also chasing truth is a new addition um, as well as abide um, podcast and had both of those ladies yeah and um <laughs> great great ladies and i just real quick the buy podcast i want to big shout them out they they were i would say bullied to start a podcast by social media because <laughs> yeah. they, they released such good content and people was like y'all need a podcast like they just kept saying y'all need a podcast yeah. and um and once that that came you know we we were able to work together and and, uh, and, and definitely shout out to them. Um, and then you guys, Ordinary People, uh, was yeah. part of the, I guess you could say 2021 editions. Um, and that class, right? is it. Uh, as far as the new editions, you know, we got the old heads, the bar podcast, Just Thinking, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, Thankful Homemaker, Guys with Bibles. Um, we, we've actually... Just to be real and transparent, because that's the kind of guy I am, we actually uh, released two podcasts from the network. Nothing um, scandalous, nothing like that. They just stopped creating content and felt like, you know, they wanted to take a break from it. And so, like like we would do with anybody, we wish them the best. God bless. And if they want to start back, they definitely have a home. But uh, that's, that's pretty much what we got going. And where I see the Bar Podcast Network going, um, I honestly... Like, I'm a guy of consistency. Like, if we just continue to put out good content, that's great. Um, you know, pipe dream, far off, you know, maybe a centralized studio kind of deal where we could share and, um, and and you know, go go in that side of the production. Um, we're, we're actually working on stuff like that for just thinking. I, I see the exact same thing uh, with the network being able to have our own place where we could uh, produce content and uh, and all share it, you know, in, in whatever fashion we need to. So that's kind of a, whew, like, I don't think I ever mentioned that out loud. That's kind of a way out there, but, you know. I'm glad this is the first way <laughs> that you're mentioning that. Yeah, nothing wrong with shooting for the stars, <laughs> right? So yeah, the next exactly. exciting thing also that we have is. Oh, so coming October? That will September. Yes. September, September, September 30th. 30th. We're excited for what? Yeah. So we're going <laughs> to. Not to convince him, like, 
Listen to this. Listen to this <laughs> message that Dwayne said. Just, just to remind me. So that's G3, right? Is that, is that? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Going on G3 conference. G3 yeah, conference. Volunteer. Yeah, so yeah. what is G3? Um, G3 is a conference. Um, uh, actually, it started with uh, Pastor uh, Josh Bice and Praise Mill. Um, they decided to host a conference in, you know, southeastern, uh, you know, America. Um, you know, we have Ligonier in Florida. We have, you know, um, Shepherd Con in mm -hmm. California. We got T4G in, you know, Kentucky. You know, back in the day, they had um, a conference in Philly at, uh, I think it's Tent Prez. Um, so uh, Josh had the vision to host a conference in Atlanta, southeastern uh, you know, of, of the United States. And uh, it started out at his church, you know, and he would uh, really, the focus for G3 is family and local church. Um, and so uh, he would, I think the first couple of guests he had were Vody and, you know, guys like that. And it grew um, in a matter of four or five years. And now uh, we actually outgrew the convention center by the uh, the airport. And we will be at the convention center downtown Atlanta, a huge place and it's this the focus is still the same the focus is family and local church and um we love g3 everybody at the bar network and and they were gracious to uh get us some uh allow us to have a uh booth there we're actually going to have two booths one is going to be for the bar network the other one is for just thinking and uh you guys uh uh, volunteer to come all the way to Atlanta yeah. and uh, and let me put you to work. You know, yeah. I, you ain't gonna let you enjoy too much. You gotta work. You know, you gotta work gotta off your debt. <laughs> yeah, no, but thank you so much for you know for letting us know and inviting you know all of us in the network. You know, whoever was able to volunteer, I was like, Richard, as soon as I watched the video, you need to watch this. We need to, we need to go. Because I know some of the ladies had told me, like, I think Marcy was like, you need to come. You guys need to come for the G3 conference. Uh, but also, if you wouldn't mind, I will put it on the show notes. But I know that we have a discount code um, that we have been sharing. Uh, if anyone is trying to, you know, to sign up or they still can use a, bar, uh, a code, if yeah. you wouldn't mind just sharing that. Yeah. 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 If you use code BAR, the number one, bar one. Um, that gets you, uh, I think it's 15% 15 off. 15% um, off. I told Virgil. Yeah. So Virgil, yeah, Virgil is the executive director at G3. And I told him, Josh gave us a better deal before. So he's going to work on <laughs> getting us a better deal for our code. But right now, the bar one gets you 15% off of your registration um, at the uh, G3 conference. We encourage y'all to come uh, if you're listening. No matter where you're from, where you live, where you're listening, uh, you know, we have people that fly in internationally. I know that, you know, it's, it's a quote unquote pandemic, but, um, you know, it's definitely, I, this will be my fourth conference. There's different ways to protect yourself. And, and, you know, if you want to wear a mask and, you know, wash your hands, you can do all of that stuff. Um, but we definitely want you to come and fellowship. Yeah. Well, yeah. So thank you so much, Dwayne. Um, I, again, I lo I'm looking forward to, many more you know many more years to come and being part of the network uh yeah. it's been a blessing to get to know you guys and uh just the friendship that we have all been able to develop you know and i am very thankful because like i said in the beginning you're such a busy man <laughs> i was telling you that, <laughs> right before we started recording but yet i love how intentional you are and how uh you're you make yourself available for all of us if we have 
questions or whatever, you know, we know that we can come to you. And I really appreciate that, brother. And yeah, very grateful for the family that you have giving us <laughs> through the VAR network. Yeah. That's yeah. Refreshing. Yeah. Indeed. Awesome. Yes. All right, Dwayne. So thank you so oh, much awesome. for yeah. celebrating this first year with us. <laughs> Yeah, congratulations and to many, many more. Uh, definitely excited for you guys and and um, definitely uh, just, you know, wish you the best. And like you already know, you, you can always reach me if you need anything. We're here for you. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother Dwayne, for joining us on the podcast. Uh, it, it, I'm just so thankful, guys, for mm -hmm. him and I'm very grateful for everything that he's just doing and connecting us. In fact... We are going to G3, to the G3 conference this year, wow. thanks to Brother Dwayne. Uh, he um, reached out to everyone in the network and asked if anyone will be interested in volunteering. Again, I had to ask Richard. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Andrea, Richard, and I will be going down, Lord willing, on September 28th till October 3rd. Thank you so much to mm. our brother. Um, all of the different podcasts that we have there, I don't want to mention, like, everyone because i don't want to miss one so just go to the bart network at the bart network on social media on instagram and just go to the link on their bio and you will be able to find all the different podcasts listed there that are available to you guys and yeah so if you don't if you're not listening to podcasts go and start listening <laughs> start listening but don't forget to listen to this one first okay <laughs> come back to this one but yeah so yeah very blessed and just uh very grateful for this opportunity so basically and let me describe a little bit of what how this functions with the bar network so when we have a new episode coming up we basically let everyone know you know like hey guys so if if you could support this, but also every month they choose two podcasts that they will promote on their social media. So every person who has a podcast in the Bart Network, they will be sharing on their social media, mm -hmm. their personal social media about that podcast and letting people know, hey, you should be listening to this podcast. So they will be sharing that. But then the Bart Network, when I post, when I when we release an episode, whether it's like a study from Ty or it is mm -hmm. Isabel or it's a testimony or it's Alex. So basically, once I release the episode, then at the same time that I'm posting it on my social media, it goes to the social media, all the social medias for the BART network. So any social media platform, mm -hmm. it will be released there and it will be letting people know, hey, they, this podcast just released a new episode, so go listen to it. So it's been a blessing just to have that support and encouragement too, just an encouragement through through their podcast and being able to get to know them better too. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been a huge blessing. So yes, thank you again. Shout out to you guys. We mm -hmm. love you very much. So now I'm going to bring it back to now because I told Ty that I was going to bring it to him with the whole engagement thing. <laughs> so, because, you know, like we were mentioning how busy he's getting. So, Ty, briefly, tell me how you meet her, how you propose to her, and when are you getting married? <laughs> In two minutes or less. In yeah. two minutes or less. In two minutes. Um, you know, actually, I, I met Melinda, you know, as soon as I started attending Grace, it was about four years ago. We were doing a discipleship logos, or a discipleship class, which was a counseling class. This is right before mm. I started seminary. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we didn't talk much. It was uh, pretty much like, hey. <laughs> but she also attended a prayer meeting that we would have every Sunday at 5, and I would mm -hmm. see her there. So I, I already knew that she was a godly woman. She was pursuing the Lord. Um, but it wasn't until recently that 
we started talking more often. And this mm-hmm. was maybe, I would say, September, maybe a little bit earlier, you know, and because um, I work security in addition to everything else. <laughs> and so we would talk and I would, you know, tell her about a book I'm reading. Oh, I'm reading this Thomas Sowell book. And she would go pick the, pick up the book and she would read it before me. And uh, I was in seminary, so I didn't have enough time. <laughs> well, I yeah. still haven't finished reading the book. I agree. Um, but anyhow, she, you know, it, but it just started having these conversations with her, and we just started talking more and more. And I was kind of going back and forth, and eventually I came to my sister's and I asked her out. And mm-hmm. so our first date, it was the weekend after um, Halloween, um, also known as what harvest. Uh, <laughs> we don't talk about Halloween. No, Reformation, <laughs> Reformation Day. Reformation. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so actually, the first time we went out was November seventh, and you know it was COVID. And it's like, what do we do? And so um, I'm like, well, we can go. And she likes Mexican food, so we went to get mm-hmm. tacos. But I went to this really bougie place. It was like this place called Taco Licious. Seriously, <laughs> that was the name of this place. It was Taco Licious, and not not talking about regular. Traditional type yeah. of tacos. It was like pastrami taco. Like what? it was like the weirdest what? thing. What? That's what I'm yeah. saying. We it was a it was a good time, and it was like super cold because we went to Manhattan mm. Beach, and we were just hanging out, mm. and um, it was right next to a pier, so we were able to walk out the pier, just hang out, and we just kept going out, and um, you know, one thing led to another. Our, our conversations were really intentional, mm. and um, you know, like they were they were intentional. Like she, she asked some really hard questions, and I asked some really hard questions, and. And, you know, then it came to a point like, well, you know, I'm doing seminary. So if I get called to go pastor in Connecticut, are you willing to go with me? Mm. <laughs> and, you know, she said she was willing. And so yeah. we just started talking about marriage. And um, I had the opportunity to preach in Las Vegas. Mm. And uh, I did talk to her dad. I got her dad's approval. Um, mm. He said yes. And then um, I was preaching in Vegas. And then her, her parents were coming down from St. George, Utah to Vegas. It's like a two-hour drive. And I was thinking, oh, man, this would be a really great opportunity to pr- propose there. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, wait, can I get the ring in that much time? So I, I got in contact with the guy, and I said, hey, so I'm going to preach on this weekend. Can you, is there any way that you can have this ring ready in like a week and a half? Um, and he was able to do it. And then I told, I called my mom. I said, mom, I'm going to be proposing. I don't want you to find out on Facebook. So, Like um, we did. <laughs> And my mom's like, I want to go, I want to go. So now, and then my aunt wants to go, so everyone wants to go to Vegas. <laughs> and so, um, and it was kind of funny because, like, the week before, we were talking about marriage, and she knew I was going to propose soon. We were already thinking about the summertime. So she said, you already get a ring? I was like, oh, don't put so much pressure on me. i got to preach this weekend. Um, so she did, have, she did not have any clue that I was going to propose to her. So um, it worked out. I got the ring. On, in Vegas, I'm preaching the following day. Saturday night, we all have dinner. I get her over, and it's like, let's take a picture. Like me, I'm asking her, let's take a picture. Exactly. Like and I'm like telling everybody how much I love her and so forth. And I just went down on a knee and proposed, and everyone, and she was completely um, oh. surprised, completely wow. surprised. If you're watching this video, you're going to see this picture because I found it on Facebook. So I'm going to steal it from your Facebook oh, account. You should show the video. <laughs> <laughs> The video, the videos on my account too, so you can look at it. Yeah, and so um, yeah, so we propose. I proposed, and then I went to preach the following day, which was really hard transitioning from proposal mm-hmm. to like preaching the following day. Yeah, and yeah, we're getting married on um, July third. Um, yeah, it's exciting. So <laughs> yes. I'm 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 super excited. She's an awesome and wonderful girl. Um, 
Yeah. And I just think that she's a gift from the Lord. So We approve it. We've yeah. gotten to know her. She's so sweet. She's just been a blessing also to you brought a sister not to us. <laughs> so it's really been nice just to have her over and yeah. just seeing you guys, you know, walk to the stage and to see you get married, Lord willing. Now yes. in July, they're going to be celebrating their anniversary like us in July. Okay. <laughs> so it's sweet. Really sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been such a wonderful time talking to all of you. I hope that everyone gets to see a little bit more about you. And now when they see you, you know, bringing these messages, they feel more connected to you as a person, also as, as mm. a family in Christ, because mm. that's what it does, right? Like when you hear someone's testimony, it's just, it just connects you on a different level with that person and it makes you even appreciate you even more and you mm. appreciate that person even more. And I am just grateful for that. Mm. And we do have a lot of another surprise. So Landre's Papa, she just released her new song, Help mm. Me to Remember. And at the end of this episode, we will have uh, Landre's joining us on this podcast, list, uh, singing this song for us. And mm. she, this is just a little prayer from her heart, reminding herself of the promises of God and those, mm. you know, in any season of your life. But mm-hmm. I will let you hear it from her uh at the end of the uh of this episode so if you have stayed this long thank you so much for <laughs> staying with us thank you for tuning in i don't know do you have anything else to say before we close baby thank you for joining <laughs> <laughs> he's very just straightforward he's like get me out of this camera already <laughs> no but thank you guys thank you friends for the all the support and love and encouragement that we have received mm-hmm. from all of you and welcome to those new listeners viewers thank you for walking with us through mm-hmm. this season through this um, you know new journey for all of us If you go back to the very beginning, you will see how much everything has changed mm-hmm. <laughs> from the beginning to now. And that is just praise to the Lord. Um, Ty, uh, Ty's friend blessed us with equipment for the podcast. All their friends blessed us with microphones, a microphone, our own microphone. And just like, and, and that is not to say, oh my gosh, this material mm-hmm. things, right? No, but that is to say like, Do you believe in what we, we're doing? And um, I, you are encouraged by what you hear in this podcast. And I hope that can be from now on as well. And I mm-hmm. hope that our brothers and our sister can continue to encourage you through mm-hmm. uh, all the studies that they bring. And if you have any questions ever, this is the team that we can go to. Mm-hmm. We know we can rely on them. So if you have any questions about salvation, how is it that you can be saved? Please reach out to us. We would love to talk to you, whether send us an email. I have people that they have watched the testimony of someone they want to connect with that person. Well, I'm pretty sure that if I tell one of these people, wonderful people here, that you want to talk to one of them specifically, they will be more than willing to do so. So I, I love that. We can rely on one another. So thank you so much. And remember, don't forget to click those five stars wherever you're listening. Again, that just helps us. If you leave a review, it just helps us to become more visible to other people. But it also helps another person. You know, when you buy a new product, you go and like check the reviews. Hey, is this a good product? Mm-hmm. Like, is this, you know, so 
for Christians, it's good to know whether they will be getting biblical sound doctrine and yeah. hear. Mm-hmm. Is this something Amen. that I should be mm-hmm. listening to? So that's why I can say I don't really like asking for this, but it seems like Dwayne has encouraged all of us in, our, <laughs> in, in the network to do so because that's what he does. You know, I just hope other people find us. Uh, they might not even. I, there are a lot of people they haven't heard about, mm-hmm. about us. And mm-hmm. uh, every Tuesday we release a testimony. Every other Friday, women who fear the Lord, and then. Whenever we get the brothers, <laughs> Ty, I know we're working on one tie right now, and it's it's the Bible trustworthy. Right? Yeah, that's mm. the question. Yes. Mm. How do I know Important the Bible question. is trustworthy? Mm. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, because that person when they commented on your in your in your in your video, it was like the Bible. It's just a mythology. Mm. It's mm-hmm. not. The, they don't see it as you know, like mm-hmm. the true living word of God. So I'm looking forward for that. Very excited. So I can't, can't wait to hear what people are going to say about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Alex is also. We just recorded one, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. that was on the um, humanity of Christ, which yeah. I know Ty will also hopefully bring it soon. <laughs> We've been talking about that too. Yeah. So yeah, there are a lot of things that we're trying to work on. And thank you to the ladies who have sent their questions also, and I've been able to pass it on to Isabel, or they approach me and let me know if, you know, like, hey, maybe you should talk about this question, and I pass it on to Richard, and then uh, Isabel, then to Miguel. So, you know, you know the jail. Now you know how the whole thing works in here. But yeah, for Women's of the Lord, any ladies who are is watching, we would love to know about any topics that you would like Isabel to address for you ladies. So please send it over. And for those who are believers, we encourage you to reach out if you would like to share your testimony. All you got to do is to send us an email, ordinary.people.extraordinary at gmail.com. If not, just go to our social media, and that's the best way that you can find out about what, what are we asking you. In order to get to know you, we have some questions that we have prepared so that we know where you are walking, you know, like where you are with the Lord. So, yeah, and then we can schedule a meeting and we will be recording it, whether via Zoom or in person if you are in the L.A. area. So, yeah, so thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you for sitting with us uh, through this whole uh, time. And now we will see, uh, don't leave because we're going to have Landres with her song, Help me to remember, but I will ask Richard to close us in prayer. Yeah, of course. Uh, dear Lord, uh, we just thank you for this evening. We thank you for this opportunity to to come and, and share a little bit about uh, just each and every one of us and, and how uh, we've just been been able to, to serve through this ministry. And uh, God, we just pray that we continue to glorify you in all that we do, that we continue to do all that we do with excellence and uh, God, we just pray that you would continue to encourage uh, brothers and sisters uh, through the podcast and that you continue to plant seeds uh, in the hearts of those who do not know you. Uh, Lord, it is ultimately our goal that you would use this to, to bring those uh, who are your enemy uh, to you. Uh, God, we, we love you and we just pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. 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 That's a wrap, guys. <laughs> Hey everyone, my name is Landrace, and today I'll be singing an original song, Help Me to Remember. It was a personal prayer of mine that became a song asking the Lord to remember His promises through His Word and through His faithfulness. We all go through trials every single day. Sometimes we can't even handle it, but... Praise the Lord that He has showed us time and time again 
that He is our Savior, our provider, and everything, and even sending His Son to die on the cross for our sins, and song of hope, and I hope you enjoy it. And it's called Help Me to Remember. When broken a million pieces And you brought me out of the dust And though I am grateful you found me I'm still scared Help me to remember you made for me Help me to destroy every fear And help me to have courage And no longer have uncertainty Help me to trust my Lord and King I'm doubtful that I can get through this Uncertainty, help me to trust my love. 